Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, I'm Sally Toxvig, and this is We Will Get Past This, where I welcome you into my calm room of books so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic, in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We will get past this. Come on in, have a seat. Do you know, the more time I have to think, the more I realise how little I know. There is so much which is a mystery to me. Today is Her Majesty the Queen's official birthday in the Falkland Islands. I don't know why just the Falklands. I mean, it is the actual day she was born in 1923, but no one else in Britain will think to celebrate until June. So it was in 1748, during the reign of King George II, that the powers that be decided the sovereign ought to have two birthdays. Now, to be fair, George II was born on October the 30th, when the weather can be changeable, uh, so perhaps everyone thought it would be nicer to celebrate in the summer. 1748 was the same year the King decided to combine his summer military march, and who doesn't have one of those, with his birthday celebration. Thus, the trooping of the colour became a fixed part of the British calendar. Just to confuse matters this year, the Queen's official birthday coincides with her husband's actual birthday. I bet the whole family has one of those family calendars marking off whose birthday is real and which ones are pretend. Anyway, happy birthday, Your Majesty, in the Falklands. Uh, it's also the birthday today of one of my favourite screenwriters, directors and actresses, Elaine May. She was born in 1932. You might know her from her movies Heaven Can Wait and Primary Colours and lots of other ones. She once expressed that sense of general ignorance that one can feel about the world when she asked, you know how sometimes you lie in bed at night and think, what if the law of gravity just wears out and lets go, and I drift into space? Does that ever make you anxious? And it did make me anxious, and I thought about it for ages, and then I simply added it to the many things which can cloud and confuse my mind. So lately, I've been thinking about maths, because suddenly we are all having to follow so many numbers and graphs and charts on a daily basis. I was never very good at sums. Tell me that two negatives make a positive, and it feels like some kind of Buddhist saying about character building from bad luck. Right now, I imagine there are people in government offices doing nothing but sums, and I realise how glad I am that I didn't go into banking. 
To be fair, I know nothing about it. My image of that world is based entirely on the big building where Mr Banks, the father of Michael and Jane and Mary Poppins worked, full of men carrying umbrellas while sporting a bowler hat with a creased brow from doing so much adding up. I mean, I realise it's not quite like that, but historically, the world of finance has been seen as a boy's preserve. Uh, today was the birthday in 1814 of Angela Burdett Coots. There's a big bank called Coots. In fact, it's the eighth oldest bank in the world. And Angela had the good sense to be born into the family that owned it. In her lifetime, the bank was known as Thomas Coots & Co, named after Angela's maternal grandfather. He appears to have been a marvellous character. First, he married a servant called Susanna, a year after Angela was born, Susanna very sadly died, uh, Thomas remarried, which happens, you know, except he married again four days after Susanna's funeral, and he was 80. He chose as his new wife an actress, Harriet Mellon, who was 37 and a beauty. Oh, that was a splendid scandal. Actresses were the lowest of the low. I loved the sound of her. She was the daughter of strolling players. She lived the high life in both London and Brighton, throwing legendary parties. Thomas died. Harriet, the actress, got all the money. Now, bear in mind, Angela was her step-granddaughter, but there must have been something about her which made Harriet decide she was the one who ought to get everything. So when Harriet departed to the great cocktail party in the sky, Angela inherited about £1.8 million. Now, in today's money, that would be very nice indeed. But you have to understand, in 1837, it was eye-watering. It's the equivalent of 160 million pounds in modern spending. Angela had been born Angela Burdett. All she had to do to get the money was take the name Coots. She did, as Burdett Coots. Overnight, Angela became the richest heiress in England. She owned the best part of a bank, and you might think she sat down with some ledgers and got on. But these were Victorian times and she was not allowed to do business. Instead, she became one of the greatest philanthropists Britain has ever known. She set up life with her old governess to ward off suitors and began helping the poor. I mean, a lot. She gave so much to the disadvantaged in London's East End that her name became Cockney rhyming slang for boots. She was a patron of the arts, funded David Livingstone's expeditions across Africa and helped to found both the NSPCC and the Royal Marsden Hospital. In 1871, she became the first woman to be created a baroness in her own right as thanks for her incredible generosity. When she died, 30,000 people came to pay their respects. I think Angela should have been allowed to run the bank, and certainly there are women who've done just that in difficult times. Shortly after the end of the American Civil War, an African-American woman called Maggie Walker was born in Richmond, Virginia. Her mother, Elizabeth, was a former slave who was widowed in Maggie's childhood. Elizabeth worked as a laundress, and as a youngster, Maggie would help her deliver clean clothes. It was not a life of luxury, but Maggie would grow up to be the first African-American woman in the United States to charter a bank and serve as its president. Age 14, Maggie joined a local group called the Independent Order of St. Luke. It had been founded to help care for the sick and make sure even the poor had a decent burial. Maggie loved it. She climbed up the ranks of the order and eventually in 1899 took charge of the organisation. Under her leadership, it would grow in size from just over 1,000 members to 100,000. Her focus was on the need for economic independence, something which she saw as critical to improving the lives of African Americans. She was determined to see her community gain financial security and business ownership. She declared, let us put our money out as usury among ourselves and reap the benefit ourselves. She spread the word, speaking across the United States, 
and founding the St. Luke Herald, a weekly newspaper which highlighted the social, economic and legal injustices experienced in the black community. She used it to organise a strike against the Richmond streetcar system in protest against its rules of segregation. She became focused on ways to improve the financial independence of the African-American community, even setting up her own insurance scheme to provide members with disability and life insurance in the face of terrible legislation-backed anti-black prejudice. White-owned banks proved reluctant to accept deposits from an African-American benevolent society, so in 1903 she started her own bank, the St. Luke Penny Savings Bank, where she served as the first president. Later, when the bank merged with two other banks, becoming the Consolidated Bank and Trust, she served as chairman of the board. Under Maggie's leadership, it survived the Great Depression when so many other financial institutions failed. And today, it is the oldest continuously operated African-American-owned bank in the United States. Later in life, she became disabled and used a wheelchair, becoming an example for people with disabilities. It wasn't all roses in her life. She suffered depression and alcoholism, but there is a statue to her on Broad Street in her hometown of Richmond, Virginia. It's 10 foot tall, which feels about right. I don't understand maths, but I do understand courage. This pandemic is highlighting the sort of financial inequalities which Maggie and Angela would have known about only too well. Maybe we can do things differently when we wake from this dystopian dream. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, at least we could try. As Elaine May once said, the only safe thing is to take a chance. Take care. Be kind. Remember, we will get past this. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.